Thanks for tuning into our Stocks to Watch series, where we bring you exciting, informative, and innovative stories from company executives globally. I'm Ashley Berry, and we're welcoming Kent Zare, a registered professional engineer and independent consultant at Pacific Booker Minerals. It's a company that engages in the exploration of mineral properties in Canada. Pacific Booker Minerals is trading on the TSXV as BKM and on the OTC Pink as PBM LA. F. Kent, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Ashley. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Let's start with the Pacific Booker Minerals mission. And of course, it's Morrison Gold Copper Porphyry Project in British Columbia. What signs indicate that the project has a lot of potential here? And what really prompted Pacific Booker Minerals to acquire it? Uh, the property is located uh, on the shores of Morrison Lake, not very far from Lake Babina, historic mining area in the province, uh, was formerly home to the Bell Copper Mine and the uh, Grand Isle Copper Mine. So the property is uh, long established, originally acquired from Noranda, who had done the early exploration, and has since been uh, drilled twice. Uh, by Pacific Booker uh, the last time and uh, extensively explored. So uh, one of the things that's not in doubt at all is the fact that the minerals are there, the metals are there. Um, they have been extensively analyzed and modeled and uh, drilled. So. so the confidence here, you're talking about the fact that they are there. There is no doubt, obviously, in your mind. Um, so that obviously should provide some reassurance to our viewers or those that are uh, potentially considering investing in the company. I do understand that the project does have a feasibility study. Is it still relevant or is there any new data here that uh, it could suggest otherwise? Uh, the feasibility study was, was done and completed uh, by 2005, essentially. So uh, as in uh, the rest of the world, nothing stands still in time. And mm -hmm. so there are various technological changes that have taken place in the mining business uh, since that time that uh, would make certain amount of rework, uh, not only a requirement, but an opportunity. And just for example, uh, uh, the original mill was designed with uh, semi-autogenous grinding mills and very large, very much horsepower, uh, very big electrical loads, and lots of wear. Uh, that technology can be largely replaced and has been in many operations with uh, high-pressure grinding mills, smaller easier to operate, easier to maintain, do the same job, basically. So that's an example of the technological switch that's uh, there. The mine was originally designed to be largely diesel-powered. Well, today we would do it differently. We would do it largely electric power. Mm. And so we could green up the mine by reworking the feasibility study. And uh, those... Typical things happen over 20 years of uh, development in the field. Um, we would change the mill flow sheet in certain regards to uh, focus on capturing some more metallic gold, for example. Uh, those are the kind of things that a, a modern mill would do. 
-hmm. So yeah, we we would definitely rework the feasibility study in some respects. Mm. On the other hand, the tailing storage facility was uh, addressed after the initial feasibility study. Some questions were raised uh, about acid rock drainage and so on. So those have been already incorporated into the plan. Mm. And there's various areas like that, but largely very, uh, uh, in the big picture, the feasibility study applies. The tonnage is correct. Uh, the life of the mine has been extended because of uh, changes in metal values and stuff like that, but largely uh, still holds up. Yeah, and it sounds like a lot of technological advancements, obviously, that you're working on that you've already achieved. Um, the company, though, has been having issues obtaining needed permits and actually sued the provincial government for its refusal. What can you tell us about this case and, you know, any updates surrounding it and any breakthroughs um, with the LBN nation? Uh, the issue with the provincial government was that essentially they went uh, illegally declined to issue the certificate from the EAO office. I say illegally, and uh, that was what the judge concluded as well, because there was no legal mechanism for the LBN to have a veto power at that time. Mm. Today they have a veto power. Mm. So the certificate has been declined again. Uh, we are attempting uh, without the uh, significant success thus far to uh, engage with the LBN again uh, to determine what the real objections actually are. Um, we're not sure that uh, their people necessarily understand the opportunities represented by Pacific Water. And by that I mean uh, they are the local uh, population. Their current unemployment rate is something like 60% the last time I looked. Mm. Uh, with any mining operation, there are very, very many what we used to call entry-level jobs, laborers, janitors, uh, cleaners, you, you name it, uh, and gradually building up to apprenticeship positions and uh, operating positions and stuff like that. So in a very short period of time, uh, we could employ a large number of the LBN people. We could provide them uh, long-term, well-paid uh, occupations going out for the next 30 or 35 years. Um, in other words, a full life career, if you want. Mm -hmm. And we, as I say, are attempting to engage with the LBN to make sure that they fully appreciate what we are offering uh, with very limited success at this point. Mm. Sorry to hear that. Cause you know, you, you think about the opportunities and, and communities, um, it sounds like a win-win. Uh, so basically what are the next steps if, if you can at all expand on that? Uh, we are continuing to pursue different uh, aspects of the communication issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have uh, attempted to engage with uh, their newly hired mining coordinator. And we are also uh, 
engaging with the various people. We even have some LBN members who are shareholders of Pacific Poker mm. and have been for many years. So it's um, it's a difficult uh, position for us to understand. Uh, and it seems as though and, uh, that the focus of the opposition may be a very small number of individuals and we're we've been scratching our head trying to figure out just what we might have done to those individuals to cause them to be this way and unfortunately it may have nothing to do with Pacific Booker at all in fact it may be a historical issue that where we are lumbered with hmm. anyway we're continuing on trying to uh, provide them with ideas and opportunities. And we are proposing various things uh, going forward to uh, try and attract their interest. For example, uh, uh, one of the things we proposed is that uh, they are dealing with a number of other mining companies that are exploring in their traditional uh, land area. And those companies uh, are currently getting, uh, shall we say, good press uh, with the LBN. We're saying, you know, one of the things we suggested is maybe you want to do a deal with one of them and just buy us out. Hmm. The, you know, the metal is in the ground. The metal's not going to go away mm -hmm. until such time as somebody mines it. So the opportunity does exist. The opportunity is there. If they don't want to deal with Pacific Booker, pick somebody you want to deal with, by a so uh, it's unfortunate that uh, uh, we get there because, frankly, Pacific Booker has done an awful lot of work on the property and on the development. And just to, if you can stand it, I can expand just a little bit on that. Uh, the Morrison project is already connected by a heavy haul road currently used for logging back to the provincial highway system. Uh, it is conveniently located with respect to uh, the port facilities at Stewart. And there is currently uh, no issue whatsoever with uh, transporting concentrates from uh, the mine site to Stewart, have them go anywhere in the world on a ship. So some of the infrastructure is very simple. Uh, the site is uh, within 40 kilometers of uh, an existing major BC hydro substation. So connecting it to the provincial power grid is not a particularly significant undertaking. When you consider that it's a mining opportunity in an area that's been mined previously, uh, a lot of the infrastructure issues simply go away. And that's compared to, say, uh, the Golden Triangle in BC, where people are talking hundreds of kilometers of road, hundreds of kilometers of power line, and so on. So a significant difference there, uh, and a significant difference in the ease of access to the port, and so on. So uh, really a very nice opportunity, and uh, very, uh, uh, 
uh, I shall say, uh, an easier oper operation than many other properties would be. So it, it does lend itself, as I said, to the creation of lots of entry-level positions, lots of opportunity for local people to uh, uh, become employed and uh, benefited and pensioned and all the rest of it over the, the life of the mine. Well, we certainly wish you the best of luck in your journey ahead uh, with that. As an independent consultant, Kent, uh, based on your analysis, how healthy is the risk to reward ratio when it comes to investing in Pacific Booker Minerals? Do you do you see it as a stock to watch? And what do you tell others about it? It's, it's a stock to watch, uh, definitely, because the current value is so low. It's been beaten down by the, the events of the past. Sure. Um, I would still have to say, though, that because of the opposition existing with the LBN, that it's at best speculative. It's not mm. a blue chip. It's not a guaranteed win. Uh, the possibility, there's a number of possibilities that, that see it winning, but it, it's speculative at this point. And what really gets you excited about the company and and you know your mission forward? Uh, what what really works for me is just how nice a little mine site it could be. It's uh, just to give you an example. Uh, the area has already been logged. We're not talking about virgin country or anything like that. Sure. It's been logged. It's been uh, reforested in part. Uh, but taking the rest of the old growth timber off of it would be very simple. And it's just, it's not spectacular country. It's nice mountains. It's, uh, uh, it is uh, a nice lake, but it's just one of thousands that BC has. So from that regard, uh, uh, there was uh, some objections raised in the early 2000s by the LBN about how the mine site was organized and so on. And those objections could be easily accommodated and were easily accommodated in the most part. Um, I think a slightly better job could have been done of it, but that's, you know, that's mm. kind of splitting the hairs. Mm. Um, in any event, uh, as I see it today, uh, it's a very straightforward proposition given the certificates, given the blessing of the LBN. Very straight, straightforward proposition to develop the mine site, build the mine, begin mining. Uh, as far as uh, the output goes, uh, copper is always in demand, gold is always in demand. There's a little bit of molly there, molybdenum. Mm -hmm. It would be, uh, you know, kind of pocket change, but it's uh, something that comes for for free, basically little bit of transportation costs. And uh, in the time the assays were originally done, uh, silver values were very, very low. Mm -hmm. So they did not include silver in the uh, inventory of the mine, but the silver does exist and would be recovered today. So, so there's a, an enhancement of the value, if you like, over time that, uh, all, all of the intervening years since 2005 or six 
uh, have actually just contributed to the value of the, the mine. They haven't taken anything away from it. The capital cost to develop it would be higher, of course, uh, but by the same token, we would extend the life of the mine given the metal prices, so we'd have a longer period to write it off. I, I think that uh, uh, with uh, some careful equipment selection, you'd be in, in business for the entire life of the mine and the closure with the same equipment all the way through. So very difficult to beat mm. uh, a simple an opportunity as that. Yeah, I can really um, appreciate the 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 insight and you know the the transparency here and you know really taking the bull by the horns and you know trying to show the positive. I think it's fantastic and I think that you know you moving forward as an independent consultant at Pacific Booker Minerals uh is very important because you have a rich long history with them. So so thank you so much for your time for joining us here on Stocks to Watch. Thank you for your attention and uh, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you.